I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Out of Spec podcast. Sorry, Francie's not here. It's just me today. Uh, and I just really want to talk to you uh, mostly about my new car purchase, which is a $3,000, excuse me, under $3,000 Mercedes B-Class full battery electric vehicle. This was the cheapest electric car for sale in the country. I've already made an out of spec reviews video about this, uh, but I received a lot of comments and a lot of questions surrounding the B-Class. If people thought it was a good buy, a bad buy, uh, and, and really just a little bit on, you know, sort of the background of the vehicle itself. Of course, when I went to go pick it up and I filmed the out of spec reviews video on it, I'll leave it linked so you can go watch that before watching this. I was super excited. We're like trying it out. It's broken. We're like trying to figure out what's going on with it. And uh, things have happened since we shot the video. So we have a little bit more uh, into some of the issues. But let me back up and start at the beginning, which is um, last year I bought, or maybe it was even earlier this year. I think it was last year. I bought a 2012 red racing red Nissan Leaf. And it was the small 24 kilowatt hour you know, basic model, but it had every option. So a small battery, but SL had the solar panel on the roof, had the heated rear seats, heated front seat, heated steering wheel, Xenons, or maybe even LEDs. I'm not sure, but really nice car. Um, and it had a giant dent in the side. It was a salvage title and you know, it was kind of, kind of ratty, but this was at the height of the used car prices, uh, during COVID. And I paid $3,750 for a functioning Nissan Leaf. And that we made a whole bunch of videos with that car and there's still more to be made. That car is currently with my friends Patrick and Liv from the Mach E vlog out in California living, you know, near San Diego uh just as their extra car. Eventually maybe 
end of winter, early spring, something like that. I'll bring it back to Colorado and use it out here for a bit. But um, those videos did really well. And what also did really well was like the suspense of how are we going to fix the car? Because the leaf would not charge. So the, it, it would, it would charge, but only on AC, sorry, only on DC charging the AC, the onboard charger was broken. And that's actually not uncommon for the early Leafs. And, uh, we found a, uh, a, a replacement charger. Uh, my friends at QC charge fixed it. We shot a whole bunch of videos repairing the Nissan leaf, bringing it back into full working order. And everyone seemed to like it. And the views were insane. I mean, uh, the car paid for itself many times over and it was just an interesting topic. And I think it gave a lot of people confidence, of course, to go and buy a used second car used EV just to drive around town because like early Nissan Leafs. Well, they're pretty reliable. There's not much that goes wrong onboard chargers, which was like a one hour swap. It didn't even require any programming or anything like that. It was just literally pull out the old one, put a replacement unit in, you're good to go. So that was cool. Um, and I think it was cool. I mean, the car's just super reliable. So I thought, okay, let's do it again. It is now a year after we got the leaf. Let's do another cheap electric car. Of course I bought the Coda electric and that I didn't actually even buy it. They gave it to me, DGDG. Um, but that's not really like a relatively useful piece of information. That's a cool EV piece of history. But since they only made a hundred and something Codas for the world, and there's pretty much none left out there, only a, a handful are still out being driven. Uh, that's not something that like you guys can go and buy. So I thought, okay, let's go find the next cheapest EV, something that can be bought in the market that maybe can help people make a buying decision. And that's where the B class came in. I went to cars.com, all of the websites, and I went, you know, least expensive to most expensive battery electric vehicle. And this $3,000 beautiful um, launch specification blue with the oyster interior B class popped up. And I'm like, this is all me. And it doesn't charge, which I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> and it happened to be in LA. And that was super convenient because the people that I would bring it to fix, bring it to, to fix it are in, you know, uh, Vista, California. So San Diego County. So just, you know, literally 60, 70 miles, 80 miles from LA. And so I'm like, perfect. The car's in the right location. I can just, you know, get a U-Haul, bring it to QC charge, let them fix it. And we'll make some videos on it. And that's exactly what I did. I bought the car. Uh, I called the guy, Eric, who was selling. I said, I'll pay you full price. I want $1 off. So it's $2,999. So I can put under $3,000 in the title. And here I am thinking I got a, you know, car that has a roughly 70, 80 mile range was my expectation. There was a beautiful Mercedes with 61,000 miles on it, something like that. Like super mint conditions, got one little ding in the bumper that I found out, but it looks great. I mean, there's a beautiful car for three grand. And I'm like, what? Did, this is insane because um, it was so cheap because Eric, the owner of the car, who's actually an EV enthusiast, he replaced it with a Nissan Leaf, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting, but he like never fast charges, just charges at home, drives around town. So that's perfect for him. Uh, he was so frustrated with the B-Class that he was just like, I just want to get rid of this thing is what he told me. So he bought the car uh, off of a off lease. So it was original owner was a leased car from California. That's how most of them were done. There was also a B class hydrogen that was lease only, but I don't think there's any of those left around anymore. So the B class electric were leased. This one went to a, you know, typical used car dealer. Someone bought it at auction from Mercedes Benz financial services. I imagine when it came off lease, Eric bought it from that dealer group. 
and it still has the license plate frame from that dealer group. I can't remember the name of it, but if you Google the VIN, it pops up, which is interesting. Um, he bought it and ran it for like the last seven years, something like that. He had it for a long time and he had to replace the motor bearings at a tune of, I don't know, four to $6,000 because all B-Class Electric use the first generation Model S rear drive unit in the front and they're all known to have bearing issues they're all known to have seal issues and this is a real fatal fatal flaw of the b-class and i'll talk about that later on in this video and you know it's just like okay you know that was four to six grand then something else went wrong that was major and then i think he just spent seven thousand dollars at mercedes i have to look at the receipts um replacing the dc to dc booster uh, because, you know, of course, every electric car has a 400 volt high voltage battery pack. In this case, it's like high 300s. And then there's also the 12 volt system. And you need a way to charge the 12 volt from the high voltage battery because all the low voltage electronics run off the 12 volt. Uh, it's basically the alternator for an electric car. And apparently they're wildly expensive for Mercedes. So he he paid a lot of money to have this done. He's just like, okay, car's getting old. I keep having to replace these huge expensive items at Mercedes. Um, interestingly, the car actually went to QC charge first for the motor bearing rebuild. So I felt pretty good that he was at least researched enough and brought it to QC charge for the motor rebuild. I don't know why he didn't go there for the second issue. He brought it to Mercedes, but I'm not sure, whatever. Um, anyway, the DC to DC booster was replaced. Then he has the car listed for sale for $3,000 with a notice that says, you know, it's really cheap. I know, but it doesn't charge. The onboard charger is failed and you'll need to replace the onboard charger to a tune of three to $4,000. And that was a quote from QC charge to do that. And then he's like, then you're, then you're into the car for way less than market value, even after that. So I thought no matter what we got to do, we got to figure out what's wrong with this thing. Let's get into it. Of course, QC charge, because we're making videos with them doesn't charge me, you know, that much to replace stuff. It really is a great partnership with them. So it's a unique opportunity to take a gamble on this car and to bring the viewers along for a ride. And so uh, while they're not necessarily paying for the video, they are paying to fix the car in a sense. So I thought, okay, well, let's, let's go do that. So I, I called up Eric. I said, I'll pay you full price dollar off. I'll give you a $25 Starbucks gift card. I ended up giving him a lot more than that because it actually took me a month to get the car out of his driveway. I mean, I could have had it shipped, but he's just like, nah, just keep it here. Uh, you know, he didn't, he's like, I got space. And just when you come to LA next, just grab it. And that's what I did. I, I just hadn't been, I was in Germany for a bit. So I finally got to LA, grabbed the car. You guys saw the video. And so I picked up this beautiful looking B-class electric that had electrical faults out the wazoo. It had a yellow visit workshop message that popped up on the display. It had a red pull vehicle over, shut down, you can't drive this thing, message pop up on the display. On the HMI, the instrument cluster, it popped up that it was shutting down uh, and it gave me a three minute countdown, then a 10 second countdown, then that rebooted. And all of these things, especially that central instrument cluster messages led me to believe that this is more than just an onboard charger problem, or it's a problem that's entirely different because typically in a combustion car, you can't keep that central head unit on forever unless the engine's running. It will eventually shut down when the 12-volt battery voltage drops below a certain level. And so I had a little bit of an inkling, and you can see that in the video too. I'm like, okay, there's got to be some 12-volt issues. When we started the car at night, actually, when we were unloading it off the trailer at QC Charge, I noticed the lights flicker a little bit. I'm like, man, this is just not 
getting the power that it wants. And with the history of the DC to DC going bad and Eric saying he just needed to replace the 12 volt, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe he's replacing the things that are broken, but the cause of the issues maybe is a little bit farther down that line. So we're coming into this car with a lot of knowledge, which is great. Uh, the next day after the video ends, Alex, uh, who works at QC charge, who's a really good friend of mine, uh, put the car on the lift, got it, you know, sort of start, started to get diagnosed and he charged up the 12 volt battery to the point where, you know, I think it was sitting at 11 volts. He brought it up to 14 or wherever it wanted to be. And he's like, no, the car charge is fine. The onboard charger is not the problem. It was doing the full 40 amps that that onboard charger can do. And so I was like, oh. Great news, but also maybe not great news because what's wrong with it? Because it had every warning message in the books. And we actually still don't know at the moment. I, I have this cool Autel scanner I've been making some videos with. I want to get it over there. And I'm, I'm sure uh, Alex has some cool scan stuff. I have it, today's Thanksgiving that I'm recording this. So I didn't want to bug them. But ultimately, we've learned it's not the it is not the onboard charger. It is something to do with the 12 volt system, whether the DC to DC is faulty or whether there's like a BMS issue that's not allowing the DC to DC to kick on. Um, it's all pretty confusing, if you ask me, especially that uh, Eric had brought this car to a Mercedes dealer to have it diagnosed and fixed to the tune of many thousands of dollars. Perhaps we need to go back to that dealer and say like, hey, you like fixed that part yes but that was not the issue and so i don't know what actually is going to happen from here if qc charge just we just fix it and we just move on that probably seems the most likely but i do feel like i should at least call eric and be like this was the, actually the problem and um uh, you know you should at least call mercedes and and see if there's some way to get some money back or some resolution because it sounds like you paid to fix a problem that they never fixed and that's why the problems kept popping up and and random and weird problems because of course as electrical systems start to wig out as they get under voltage you can have a various array of issues that sporadically pop up as certain modules don't come online and all these little things and it can just appear very sporadic like the car is just has you know some crazy things so maybe there's a grounding issue in the vehicle i don't know but these are all the things qc charge will be chasing of course on this vehicle so um back to the original value question of you know this car was listed really cheap it's not like i got a special deal because we make youtube videos or anything it was listed for three grand i offered three grand i paid two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars plus a storage fee as a thank you for letting me store the car there um if you were to go and buy the next cheapest b class on the market a functioning one they're in the ten to fifteen thousand dollar range for most of them and i don't think it's worth that much money if you ask me uh if you just look at the capabilities of the car versus other 10 to fifteen thousand dollar electric cars the biggest thing is there's no dc fast charging available for these now qc charge does have a chatamo retrofit which i really hope they come up with a nax retrofit which would make it much more useful but there's no fast charging from the factory in this car you're limited to ac charging only and that just seems like a non-starter unless it's a second vehicle. But then when you consider that BMW i3s with CCS charging and even gas range extenders as an option, uh, which I typically don't recommend on the super early i3s, are also in that price category. Well, 
you're getting similar range and the ability if you need it to top up quickly to at least not be stranded if you get a little bit far away from home you can run to a fast charger and top it up so just right off the bat i don't think the b class is worth over ten thousand dollars uh in my impression the car is really high quality it looks really interesting it's a cool piece because they were never sold in the u.s other than the hydrogen or the electric ones and the electric ones are the only ones left and you know in europe you see b classes everywhere in canada they had the b class uh homologated but i just love that in the u.s spec cars that we had the electric only so it's a cool piece specialty piece i found this one i think we're you know probably the only crazy ones out there enough to take a gamble on it. I wouldn't recommend someone like trying to stretch into a car. You know, of course we get a lot of commenters that are like, I want an electric car. I have a budget of zero. What can I buy? Like, this is not a car I'd recommend for someone who doesn't like have something else to drive or some spare cash around to fix it. Because the problem could be as simple as a fuse or a ground, or it could be, you know, I don't know, might need a new battery to the tune of, Ten to twelve thousand dollars. I really don't know what the problems are, but also like I'm kind of excited to find out because we'll make videos about it. But if you're just a normal person like that, you just can't do that. So I thought we were the right buyers for the car. Eric agreed, and it all it all worked really really well for our situation to tell the story for the car. Um, and in general, if you are going to go for a B class, even at ten to fifteen thousand dollars. I also wouldn't go for it just because, yeah, the range, the charging, those are two of the big things. The third is the aftermarket support for them. QC Charge is really one of maybe two or three shops in the whole country that knows how to work on these cars. The Mercedes dealers seem to, in certain areas that may have retail sold them new, support them, but only just barely. And they are ticking time bombs. The motors in these cars, just like early Model S's, just like RAV4 EVs, will explode and die at some point. And you have to pretty much monthly check the um, the resolver speed sensor or some some little sensor that's in the in the motor up front to look for coolant leakage. Because as soon as the motor seal starts to go and it floods the motor and floods the inverter, well, now you got yourself a dead car and you need a new motor. And these are not cheap. Even if the seal problem doesn't come up, they also roast bearings on these things just due to the first generation motor design. They have a bunch of electrical problems. And just going into the B-class forums, every other post is a major dire problem that like no one knows how to fix. So it is a little bit of a gamble, this car, for sure. Now, QC Charger experts, I'm great. I'm very, very grateful to have them as friends of ours, as supporters of the channel. So I know, like, worst case, when this car's out in Colorado, if the coolant does leak into the inverter and fries it, I'll just ship it to QC Charge and just say, take care of it, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, the, you got to have a spare five to 10 grand sitting around in your bank account just in case the worst happens. And that's not really something the average person has or wants to spend money on if they're buying a, if they're stretching into a 10 to $15,000 car saying, keep 50% of that locked away in case there's a problem. That's not prudent. Um, 
again, we're lucky enough. We're in the position to be able to do that, but that's not what I can recommend to people. So I'm going to say right off the bat, I don't recommend anyone buys the B class. It'll be a really fun ownership story. Um, and there's also some good news here. Actually, I do want to mention that QC charge seems to be, uh, working on a solution to fix this coolant issue in the motors once and for all, it will require, I believe a motor out service. And I think they'll either go for oil cooling for the rotor and stator or just a completely dry motor. There's also a new revision of the Tesla, uh, factory replacement part that is oil cooled, um, rather than coolant cooled. So it seems like Tesla and QC charge are both on the same track to get the coolant out of the motor and either do oil cooling or maybe even passive cooling. I'm not totally sure. Um, but, but it seems like there's some interesting things going on here and, and I may end up going down that route and exploring that because I'd really love to buy like a super high mileage early model S and, um, you know, just, just show what that maintenance is like, because we get a lot of requests from viewers saying, Hey, I can buy a model S for like 20 grand or 18 grand. Should I do that? And my, my answer is the motors are going to fail, but what else? I don't know. I need to own one. I need to play around with something like that. So anyway, that's the B class story. That's how it came up. I thought it would be interesting. I know it's not going to do as well as the leaf did, but I still have the leaf. We can still make videos with the leaf. I thought this was another interesting story to see like, Okay, the Leaf has a ton of aftermarket support. It was really cheap. What's it like to get a really cheap EV that doesn't have that much aftermarket support um, you know, to it? And I think it's actually going to probably be a nightmare will be my guess at some point in the future. But time will tell. Uh, I've got studded Nokian Hakapolita 10 uh, tires for it here in Colorado. So hopefully we'll get it out here in the next month or two and it'll be ready for winter duty. And that'll definitely stress that Southern California car out being here in the, you know, below zero Fahrenheit temperature winters. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that car does. No question it was engineered uh, really well, but maybe not to last really long. We're going to definitely keep it. No plans to really ever sell it. Just like the other cheap cars. We may as well just keep them around for fun videos and stuff and let friends borrow them while they work. So there you go. That's the, the 20 minute recap of the B class, why I got it. What's going on with it. Do I recommend one? Thanks for watching another out of spec podcast episode. I promise Francie will be back soon. I'm sorry you guys had to deal with me for this episode, um, but uh, she is enjoying Thanksgiving with her family and we need an episode for tomorrow. So thanks so much for watching. See you in another one again. Bye-bye. Oh, I got to use the outro. One second. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.